1: You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it.
2: Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly.
0: eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, soul and logo is checked by experts.
1: With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of
2: real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of Encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcast Presented by AT and T, connecting changes everything.
0: Hell, I suck at dating with Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast.
1: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. My name is Dean Unglert, and I am joined today by the one and only Jared Haven. Jared, how are you?
0: Oh, I'm doing wonderful. You know, we're moving forward with the coffee shop. Ashley's throwing up constantly. Uh, things are good. Things are good on the on the home front. I feel bad. She's still sick. She's getting into her second trimester, but it's been a, a bumpy ride, to say the least.
1: Well, you're making you're making it through. That's all that matters. I really commend
0: your bravery to be to go through this. Oh, seriously. You know, it's been a long whew. It's just I'm tired constantly and uh, I'm achy and uh you know I'm on my last emotional strain. Poor guy, man.
1: People don't really understand how difficult men have it. Seriously, you know? It's, bad. it's just uh, I feel like yeah. people
0: should just pity us all the time. You know it's funny, last night we were talking about this and Ashley was like, You did this to me. Like, you put this baby in me, and you d- you have nothing to do with it anymore. Like, I'm the one who's sick. I'm the one who's putting weight on. I'm the one who's puffy and tired and throwing up. And I was like, yeah, you have a good point. I'm going to go play nine holes. Do you need anything? Crackers? Soup? Anything I can get for you? I'm kidding. I didn't play. You didn't play? <laughs> I played this morning before she got up. How'd you play? 44 nice dude that's pretty good yeah i'm getting better baby anyway i know all suck army doesn't really care about my golf game but we are joined by a very special guest you may have heard her laughing in the background it is one the only kaylin miller keys kaylin hello
2: hello thanks for having me on
0: i think you should really thank Dean. it's been well way, way too long why doesn't dean let you on the podcast more often this is stupid
1: Says the guy that has never even once had his wife, his pregnant wife on our podcast.
0: Dude, my wife always comes in and out. She just interrupts the podcast most of the time and just shouts nonsense and that we answer it. It's a pretty good content. Right. But I feel like Kaylin isn't on as
1: much. That's not you having her on as a guest. That's her. That's Ashley putting Help I Suck at Dating third fiddle to whatever she's got going on. And this was before the pregnancy, so I don't feel guilty saying that. She would just barge in. Have no appreciation for the hard work that we're putting into this podcast. And then she would just be gone just like that.
0: I know, it's quite ridiculous. But anyway, Kaylin, how are you?
2: I'm good. I'm good. We are currently at a motel in Nevada. Yeah. Uh it's the only place we could find service in the past hour. So we're just hanging out in the van. A yeah. very toasty van.
1: We're in the van. We actually stopped because we haven't had service for an hour and this place has Wi Fi and uh we were pretty, well, I wasn't confident that we would actually get service at any point. So we've been hanging out here for the past 30 minutes waiting to talk to you, Jared. Do you guys just not have AC in that thing? There's no AC, but there's airflow. I've got a nice fan on us right now.
0: That still does not sound like it's doing the job.
1: I mean, when that car is on, there's air conditioning. But yeah, I mean, when it's off, no, I don't have a big enough uh, battery bank for that, if you will.
0: So I see that your fingernails are blue. What's going on with that?
1: Yeah. I painted the van blue. You like them?
0: Oh, I didn't know it kind of because I just saw your thumb. It looked like a really bad bruise. And then I saw blue all around and I just figured, oh, Dean painted his fingernails blue. But that's right. You painted uh, your van two shades of blue. Huh? Good job.
1: Yeah. Freaking paint shop, man. They sold us two different shades of blue. I went in there yesterday and I said, hey, son of a gun. He's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Here's some free paint. And I was like, yeah, sorry. He's not going to get any of my time back. But it's okay because I did a really bad job the first time. So I guess the second coat might have a chance to be better. We'll see.
0: All right, well, we have a great podcast coming up. We did have a guest lined up for you, Suck Army, but unfortunately, they bailed on us, which is quite rude. But we do have a bunch of hot topics. We have some emails coming up. And I did want to talk about a topic, first and foremost, that has to do with Bachelor Nation. And no, it is not Katie and Blake. We are going to talk about that. But Dean, Kalen, I have a question for you. Do you guys remember who Jeff Holm and Robbie Hayes are? I know Robbie. Uh, I bet Jeff before as well.
2: Yeah, I just met Robbie recently.
1: Yeah, she met him. We went to the waterfront in Los Angeles. I like Robbie. as a, I mean, he can be a little cringe sometimes, but as a person, he's always been very kind to me. So I've got no, I've got no qualms with him.
0: I agree. He's been very nice to me. So obviously you have not read the headline uh, that came out yesterday. Bachelorette's Jeff Holm has been granted a temporary restraining order against former hmm. roommate Robbie Hayes. Quote, I do not feel safe. What (laughs) is crazy because remember when like they all lived together and it was like Jeff and Robbie and I think Josh Murray. I don't know if he lived there, but it was like Chase McNary. I think Chase lived
1: with them. I mean, I know I know Chase as well.
0: Yeah, I I know all these guys. I just found this topic crazy. So it goes. So it's an Us Weekly article. It says Bachelor Nation's Jeff home was granted temporary restraining order against Robbie. He was claiming that he keeps coming into the home that they shared without permission Quote, Robert used to live at my house, but does not now. He continues to enter the premises and harass me, and I do not feel safe around him, Jeff Holm has said uh, in court documents. Quote, he threatens me and still hasn't stopped to this day. He claims he has belongings there, and that's why he enters, but he is not on the lease, and he is making me fearful. Uh, I just didn't know if you had any thoughts about this. I feel bad, because I remember, like, when they all lived together, it was like called the bachelor house or something. Like it was definitely like a frat house. And I haven't seen Robbie in a long time. So I hope he's doing well, but now there's a restraining order against him, And it just seems like it kind of all fell apart, whatever relationship that they had. So I don't know if you guys had any thoughts about it. I don't know if like you had, you know, ever had one of these guys slid into your DMS. I've may have heard of stories about, you know, some guys in those houses doing those things. So do you have any I thoughts? I think you and Jeff sedate, I thought.
2: No, I do have a story with one of them. But I just, it was like a brief encounter at, um, what's that place in Venice? It's like all of the frat boys go on the water in Venice. It's not waterfront. Or Santa Monica, it's in Santa Monica. Bungalow. Bungalow. So I was at Bungalow, and I met one of these men. And he was with his girlfriend, who then, uh he like took his arm off his girlfriend and then started hitting on me. So I don't... Really have the best experience with one of the men.
0: Oh, sh Dean, what, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> um, I mean, and, I, and
2: this was like years ago, maybe like four years ago.
1: Okay,
0: so pre- yeah your
1: relationship. I, I mean, in that scenario uh, of the restraining order, since I don't really have much of an input on that, Kalyn story, which is, it's slimy, I guess. It is what it is. But um, I kind of want to take Robbie's side in the restraining order here. Just because... Jeff just kind of strikes me as more of a jerk among the two of them. So I feel like maybe he's just doing it to prove a point, to be a punk. Who knows? What do you think?
0: I have no idea, honestly. I know I always play the fence on these things. But it's like, especially when you get into, like, court documents, I don't know. It's so wacky and weird. And, like, I just feel bad. Anytime situations like this happen where there's a restraining order against somebody or, like, Will you involve the law, especially after like a friendship or a relationship? It's just like such a sticky situation. It just sucks. I'm like, honestly, hopefully like you guys figure this out and hopefully you're both okay at this. But just like maybe you guys should just never speak again. And that's kind of my thoughts on the on on this scenario. Like I know Jeff and Robbie were friends for a while, but it's probably best to just never talk to one another again. Moving it on sounds to like another... that's what
1: Jeff is trying to make happen—that they never should talk again. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's like you never know the full extent of anything until it all. It's like it, the fact that he has a restraining order against Robbie could mean many, many different things. Totally. Uh, but the fact is, we'll never fully know, probably. So I guess, I guess it's best to not have an opinion about it in this case. Like I, re- I redact everything I've said up to this point. Maybe we can edit that part out. Um, I'm sure we but, can. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. We don't have to. That's fine. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's just a lot of a uh, lot of stuff we don't know. Hopefully everyone is safe. Most importantly,
0: exactly. Moving on to another hot topic uh, involving Bachelor franchise, Katie Thurston, of course, the most recent Bachelorette, uh, and Blake Moynez, the gentleman that she picked, who was on his third Bachelorette, if I remember correctly, because he was uh, with Claire, and well, not with Claire, but you know, he was on Claire's season, and then they switched, so that's not really fair to say it's third Bachelorette. Really, his second. Uh, but anyway, they he picked her, or she picked him. Excuse me. Uh, and I'm sure you guys have known by now what happened with that. Uh, Greg, uh, who is another contestant, like broke up with Katie on the second-to-last episode, and a lot of people are accusing him of uh, gaslighting her. Uh, so Katie and Blake apparently, quote, move on from a wild couple of months as Bachelor Nation reacts to their engagement, her fight with Greg Grippo, which is apparently his last name, So Katie Thurston's season of The Bachelorette had a happy ending. She got engaged to Blake. Some viewers, unfortunately, though, were stuck on her emotional reunion with Greg on After the Final Rose. Shortly after Blake and Katie's proposal, which aired on Monday, Katie took to social media to confirm that she and Blake are going strong. Quote, happy effing birthday, honey bear. What a wild couple of months it has been. I couldn't have done this without you. I'm so ready to leave these bubbles. And start all oh, the bachelor bubble and start living our life. Uh, she captioned with a photo of her and Blake on his 31st birthday, which uh, weirdly enough was the same day as the finale. She goes on and says, "Quote: I couldn't ask for a better partner. You are kind, patient, understanding, and your advocacy for the planet and animals is remarkable. I'm so lucky to call you my fiance, my best friend, my confidant. We are just two weirdos laughing our way through life." Together. She added, I mean, it's a very sweet caption, a little cheesy, but very sweet. She goes on to add, cheers to the upcoming adventures. Next stop, Canada, which is where Blake is from. Uh, I love Caitlin uh commented underneath, said, I love you both so much. You two have always meant the world to me. Uh, such a strong couple, and I can't wait to see you two thrive together. So, first thoughts. Caitlin, Dean, did you watch the finale? And if so, what do you what are your thoughts about? Katie and Blake being engaged.
1: Before we answer that, did you watch the finale? I
0: watched some of it.
1: I feel like you don't really watch the show all that much.
0: So I saw the scene where Greg breaks up with Katie because that was such a uh, talked about thing on social media. I was like, I got to see this. And yeah, I don't think he handled it all that well. Actually, I thought he was kind of a jerk in the moment. Uh, And then I watched... Most of the finale, I definitely saw her sit down with Greg because, once again, I find that the most fascinating part. Not, so, I wish her and Blake the best, but let's be real. The best part was her sitting down with Greg. Uh, and I watched that.
1: Uh, yeah, gotcha. So we watched it. Kalen watches it, and I uh, sit down with her and watch it with her. And Blake seems like a nice guy. I actually I congratulated him. Uh, I slid into his DMs congratulating him. He seems very, very nice. Greg, I like Greg. I don't know what it is about Greg. I just feel like I can relate to the guy. Um, I think Katie was pretty hard on him. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I Katie's like, she I she she's like kind of like knows when to turn it on, and I feel like that's kind of been working her against working against her a little bit. I agree with Greg. Like she was like playing the game as bachelorette, but then I can I kind of see Katie's side of it as well, where it's like, well, she is a bachelorette, so she has to play that role as bachelorette. Um, but I would say more or less I'm on Greg's side, and I'm happy for Blake for finally getting his girl. I don't necessarily think that it's a bad thing that he's been on his third bachelorette now, because it's not like it was his choice to go from Claire to Tasha, anyways.
0: I agree. Yeah, I I don't care. It's more of like a headline, where, you know, a nice little snippet to throw in there.
1: And like clearly he was right in the thought of coming on to Katie season because he ended up being the right choice for her. So it's like you know he didn't get it right the first time but he got it right the second time so i think that's all that matters but you know Blake seems like a nice guy i'm happy for them i hope they work out um i i don't know just even reading that caption i'm like it just seems like they're trying a little too hard for the caption was a bit
0: much i mean it's so sweet yeah. and i know that they're engaged and that's obviously a very meaningful and impactful and important thing but it was like you know couldn't do life without you and i was like wow I mean, you have only known him for like four months, so you obviously can do some life without him,
1: which is okay. Yeah, I feel like they're trying to convince us that they're like super perfect for each other and incredibly happy. And maybe that is the case. But I feel like by them trying to convince us so hard, it makes me question whether or not it's real. But at the same time, it's like Katie's gotten a lot of flack, I feel like, for the whole Greg situation. So maybe she's just like trying to reinforce the point to the public that her and Blake are happily together. I will say watching the, the, after the final Rose episode, uh, like Katie was sitting there like berating the guy and it's like, bro, you have a fiance and you're happily in a relationship. Like, yeah, it sucks to watch back. And I'm sure the feelings are still real and raw and all that stuff. But I mean, why would you go so hard in on a guy that when you have a fiance, that's my, that's my take on it. I, I felt bad for Greg. Greg was apologetic. Um, and Katie just kind of kept going going at him. That's that's how I think feel. But Caitlin, what do you what do you, Caitlin, what do you think?
2: I don't know. Like it's both situations are hard. I think Greg could have handled his exit a lot better and then I know you like you have all these feelings pent up, so I know Katie was probably just like releasing all those, but it was a little harsh. But again, like both parties I think Greg should have handled it better leaving for sure.
0: I think that they both were in the wrong. I think I understand what Greg... Listen, all right, so when they first broke up, I thought Greg was more in the wrong than Katie. I thought he handled the, the situation pretty poorly. I understand what his overall point was, but in terms of the way he handled it, he could have done a lot better. And then fast forward to after the final rose, when he... Greg came out and then Caitlin said, do you have any regrets? And he goes, no regrets. Everything happens for a reason. First of all, I know I'm going to probably piss a lot of people off. I hate that saying. That's the most privileged thing to say. Everything happens for a reason. Really? really? Everything happens for a reason? Because I could probably name, oh, a hundred things off the top of my head that you can't explain happened for a reason. Anyway, I, 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 I move on. But when he said he has no regrets, it's like, really? You don't have any regrets about how you handle the situation? So I understand why Katie was so pissed off. Having said that, when Katie came out and was like, I don't know what I'm going to say to Greg, and it's like, oh, horse crap. Like, you know exactly, you've been waiting for this moment. You know exactly what you're going to say. You know exactly how you're going to say it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you've been waiting for this moment for months to, like, be like, hey, screw you, bro. And that's what she did. So... I think they both kind of handled it at parts well and at parts poorly. I really hope that her and and Blake are very happy. I think they make a cute couple. I'm definitely rooting for them both. I hope they're not like one of these relationships that burn, was it burn bright but burn fast or burn out quickly. You know how like hot and heavy and then it burns out fast. Like it seems like they're very hot and heavy and very in love and very attached to each other, which is great. I just hope that sustains itself.
1: But I will say, in defense of my guy Greg, I remember I was interviewed once, like after my first stint on Paradise, and they were like, "Hey, you were a real dickhead on Paradise, weren't you?" I was like, "Yeah." Like, do you have any regrets? And in my head, I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I guess I got regrets, but what am I supposed to say? It's an interview." And then I was like, "Well, no, I have no regrets because like I am where I am because of the mistakes that I've made." So I, I just want to say, like, "Yeah, no regrets because everything happens for a reason." Is like a very cliche, like, lame response. But I've given that response before. So that's kind of why I empathize with the guy.
0: I agree. I've probably said it in my past. And if I heard myself say it, I would cringe at myself. Because as I've gotten older, I realized, like for me personally, I just hate that. And Ashley knows how much I hate it. Because every time I hear someone say it, specifically on Bachelor, my eyes cannot roll further in the back of my head. And I'm like, God, if I ever said that.
1: My point is, yeah, I agree. And I, I think that I'm sure you've said it. But like... Now that we can look back and reflect on all of the, you know, the ins and outs and the things that have shaped us from the show specifically, like when was last, like Greg's never given an interview probably in his life about anything. And then here he is in front of millions, like he's just kind of re- reacting. So like with the hindsight that we have and the perspective of like, OK, we you and I have been through this and we have like made mistakes and we've given interviews that we like regret certain things that we say. So it's easy for us to like be critical of him saying that, you know what I mean? But he's oh. just like. He he's going through the, the the learnings and the he's trying to figure it all out kind of thing. So that's kind of why I empathize with him. But but yeah, I don't. I mean, Greg and Katie they're going to be. Or I'm sorry, uh, Katie and uh, and Blake they're going to be great. Greg is going to be just fine too. I don't know. He seems like a nice guy. So I don't know. What do you think? If if it was you as Bachelorette, who would you have picked, Greg or Blake?
2: Both of them aren't my types. So neither.
1: Who of this season would you have picked?
0: Well, that's a good question yeah. none of them because <laughs> she only has eyes for you dean yeah just boring because you pretend like i'm not here pretend like
1: i moved to antarctica or something and i broke up with you and then you were back cast as bachelorette and the same group of guys was on your season who do you think you would end up with
2: oh, actually i know michael a was so sweet I he know. was like the nicest guy on the season
0: is that acceptable dean
1: yeah, I, uh, I personally wouldn't have choos- chosen Michael A. You would
2: have picked Greg?
1: I would have probably picked Greg.
0: I will say Greg kind of reminds me of like a Ryan Gosling type. I could see that. Which is appealing to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so that's my take on it. I probably would pick Greg. Kalen takes Michael A. Jared would take... Who would you take, Jared?
0: Ashley, that's who I'd take. Well, we do need to take a quick break uh, before we get into more hot topics. Plus, I do have some questions uh, for Dean and Kalen about their relationship that I'm going to ask one another and see if they can correctly guess what the other person would say. So make sure you stay tuned for that, and we'll be right back.
2: Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine.
1: True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag
0: when they chase a squirrel in the yard.
2: The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now.
1: Well, Kaelin... I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable.
0: I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches.
2: There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residence. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.
0: All right, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. Me, Dean, and we have a very special guest, uh, the wonderful, beautiful Kaylin Miller-Keys. So, like, Kaylin, when you and Dean get married, is it going to be Kaylin Miller-Keys-Unglert?
2: No, it'll be Kaylin Bell.
0: Oh, that's right, Dean. You were going to change your last name, right? That's right,
1: Jared. Did, did you memory. officially do that yet? I did not, but we actually just got our Nevada driver's licenses yesterday, so I'm stuck with Uncle for on that at least. I guess I like try doing it. It takes a lot more. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of like confusing work that I just never really hunkered down and figured out.
0: It's it's Ashley hasn't changed her last name officially either, so don't worry about it. All right, I do have a quick game that I want to play with you two lovebirds. It's uh. Romantic questions about the future, about your relationship. But what I want is I'm going to ask Kalen. And then, Dean, I want you to answer. Like, okay, for example, Dean, I'm going to ask you a question, but I want you to answer and guess what Kalen would say. Does that make sense? For example, if I said...
1: Can we, uh, can we just move on to the next segment?
0: No. No, 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 no. We're playing this game, and that's what we're doing. This is what happens when a guest cancels on us, all right? We play games. This is what and we happens when you
1: want to spend the rest of our day arguing with each other about what? the answers we're about to give. All right, whatever. That's fine. Yes, we understand the rules. If it's you there, want, I can
0: I can try to get Ashley over here, and she can take part, so like, we can all have four of us arguing. So, Ashley, come here. All four of us are going to play right now. I'm going to ask <laughs> questions. We're going to answer for our individual significant others and it will be the couple game so hopefully ashley and i win because you know she's carrying my child and therefore we should know more about each other uh all right ashley come sit down please get your peanut butter crackers she has to get crackers because if she doesn't eat like every 15 minutes she throws up
3: hi guys hello hi
1: ashley thank you so much for joining us on help i suck at dating we're just in like northern nevada somewhere
0: Okay, you couldn't have picked a worse food for a podcast, I'm chips? Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You have to reach into the Chipotle bag, which is all crinkly and crangly, and then you get <laughs> chips, and then you're going to chew a chip into a microphone? Oh, my God. Anyway, okay, so, Dean, how many kids does Kalen want? Uh, zero. Ooh. It's a realistically. Well, we're... Oh, yeah, so- she- Sorry, your first answer is official in the books. I'm sorry. You've already chosen the number zero. Kaylin, no. Kaylin how no. many kids wants, does Dean wants want? He two kids. Zero. It's
2: between zero and two. He goes back and forth. Sometimes he wants zero. Sometimes he wants two.
1: But it's mostly zero. Uh, they
2: get
0: it. They get the concept. Yeah. I mean, ours.
3: No, no, no. They get the points. They get points.
0: Yeah, they get points. Oh, they both And
3: then, like, this is unfair. Like, of course, we just know what we want. All right.
0: Ashley wants yeah, two. Yeah, Jared, how
1: many kids two. does Ashley want? Oh, she wants okay. two. Well, yeah. Is it you guys both want two or Ashley wants two no. instead of Jared wants two? both want two.
0: She initially wanted three and then she got pregnant and was like, never mind, no, I'm not doing this we, three times.
3: We, did, we changed our mind to two like a year ago.
1: Okay, I was going to say I'm surprised you even are considering having a second one given how the first one's been going so far.
3: I'm not an only child. Like, I don't want to make my kid an only child.
1: But I mean, in in defense of only having one kid, Jared is a kid forever. So technically, it's like having a sibling.
0: A thousand percent. (laughs) Like, I've already made plans to go to Disney World when our kid is three years old. Next question. Dean. Yeah. What is your and Kalen's song? You have to choose one. So if you guys don't have like an official song, you still have to give me what you think Kalen will say is your song together.
1: But, but here's my question is, how do you know that she's going to say whatever? I could say anything. And she could just be like, yeah. If you,
2: you think of it, you'll know what it is. You know.
0: This is called The Honor System on this podcast.
1: I know that we have a song that we both really like that we sing, but I don't remember what it is. Can't let Kaylin answer the question. That's not fair to you. No, 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 no. no. You got to give me an answer. What, whatever you think it is. What do I think our song is? Our song is... Oh, I know what our song is. What can I say except you're welcome for the sun, the sky, and the sea.
3: Dean is too silly to play these games.
1: I know. <laughs> That's the song. It's your welcome, the Moana soundtrack. It's the biggest Disney banger ever made.
2: Oh my god no, That check is that out. his song. That is his song for him and his friends. Our song is I can't remember the name, but it's Old Dominion. Oh my god. One man band.
1: That's not our song either. That's just a song that fans sent us. And Kalen's like, oh, this song is about us. Because it's about a singer who's like ready to stop living on the road and stop being a Rolling Stone because a Rolling Stone (laughs) gathers no moss. And so Kalen thinks it's like a cute, symbolic song for our relationship.
2: On any other day, he would say that that is our song.
1: It's not. It's not. What's your guys's? Oh, my God.
0: All right. So should I answer for what I think you'll say? I I think we'll say the same thing. Do you want to answer for me?
3: I think it's just, we're both going to say it's Rob Thomas is ever the same since it's been our wedding. It was our
0: wedding. It was our wedding song. So it's kind of a cheat sheet. But ding, 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 (laughs) ding. That is 100% our song. Yeah, you guys are cheating at this game. You're married to each other.
3: No, I I agree. This is a little unfair.
0: Uh, All right. Next question. What is the nickname, Dean? What is the nickname that Kalen calls you most?
1: Uh, What is the nickname that Kalen calls me?
0: Most besides like douchebag or asshole, either. Yeah, I mean, those work if that's what she calls you most. That's the nickname. She doesn't really have a nickname
1: for me, she calls me Maka, but that's like something that I made up and then she ran with it. So I feel a little uh ostracized by it. Not, no, I'm just kidding, I don't, I don't dislike it, but it's like I gave myself, I gave us, I gave each other this nickname, Maka. I hate I hate saying I don't know and now but I don't know. Well, Kalen, is it maca?
2: Yes, it is maca.
1: What is maca? I just hate saying the L word, and so I was like, let's make up a different word so we don't have to say that to each other all the time. And that was the word that we settled on.
0: Dean's like Patrick Swayze and- from Ghost.
4: <laughs>
1: how did, how so?
0: Because Patrick Swayze and Ghost only says ditto. He doesn't say I love you. He only says ditto, and it pisses off Demi Moore so much in the movie. Uh, but and it
3: comes through. It, yeah, it makes with a f-
0: Full circle yeah. moment in the movie, obviously. What's your guys' nicknames for each other? We don't have any. Well, Kaylin, were you going to uh, expand on that? I'm sorry. I cut you off.
2: Oh, no. Uh, Yeah, it was like for love because he can't say love. And then it became just like a name we call each other. Yeah. Well,
0: wait. Yeah.
3: Do, do, do you call <laughs> Kaylin something?
1: Uh, Well, her, phone my, her name on my phone is a Furby. But again, that's kind of like something that she bestowed upon herself. And so I just kind of took it and ran with it. Um... Do I have a nickname for you? Yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> um, nope. That's that. Yeah, Maka probably is just goes both ways for us.
0: So, who wants to answer this for we us? We don't too? have
3: one, babe. Well, I we mean, just I, say babe.
0: Yeah, well, I was going to say babe. Oh, Okay, that's, that's, that's the nickname. It. I mean, yeah. it's so cliche and so basic. I know.
3: And we and, definitely use it when we're asking for something or like somebody's being annoying.
0: Yeah. Honestly, Ashley just says my name 347 I know. times a day. Yeah. It's just like I'll hear, yeah. I'm not joking. I'll hear in the other room, Jared. 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 I'm like, oh my God, just kill me. Uh, all right. Next question, Dean. This is for Kaylin. Now you can answer this in any way you want. What do you think Kaylin would say is her biggest turn on? Can it be physical, can it be emotional, can it be mental. Like, what do you, if you're, what you know, what do you think her biggest turn on is?
1: Well, I was arguing with Verizon Wireless on the phone yesterday and I hung I hung up with them and she goes, that was pretty sexy. <laughs> I was irate too. I was I was so pissed.
3: I can understand that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is Caitlin's biggest turn on? Um Do I know do you think I know this? <laughs> i don't think i've ever asked this question before uh she's like always turned on she's kind of a freak
2: oh my god
1: i'm just kidding i'm just kidding uh, oh man what is her biggest turn on maybe arms my arms even though they're like very out they're very out of form at the moment but uh that's the thing she compliments me most on so i'd probably say my arms
2: would i can agree arms yeah, yeah
1: now your turn what's your biggest turn on or wait what's my biggest turn on
2: um, yeah, what would
1: Dean's
0: biggest turn on uh, be? This is a good question.
2: I think it's just a day with me not saying what or annoying him or asking too many questions. That is the turn on.
1: I'm turned on just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you know what my biggest, you know what my big turn on is?
4: No.
1: Yeah, you, uh, I, I, you do. I talked about it with you like two or three or four weeks ago, and you're like, oh, I'll go get some of those. What? <laughs> You know exactly what it is. And then remember I I thought that it was trash because it was in a big box. And so I started throwing other trash into it.
2: Yes, over-the-knee boots.
0: Ooh, those are very nice. I like it.
2: Okay. Well,
3: Jared (laughs) likes lingerie.
0: Yeah, I'd say that's probably one of my biggest turn-on. Lingerie.
3: What possibly else could I turn you on with?
0: Yeah, lingerie is a good answer. (laughs) 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 Look at this. Stop clown. that. Clown, you're not a clown. I mean, pregnancy has definitely uh, <laughs> just like shut down any romance. <laughs> Come the past on. Couple of months.
3: Oh my God. I don't know how long it's going to last, but I do feel bad for him.
0: She's just like, she'll, uh, Ashley's greatest trait is that she's just so transparent. But like the other day, she's like, oh, I have hair growing on my stomach. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is, yep. This is I know. It's so cute. Aww. It's very adorable. <laughs> Wait, Jared, what turns Ashley on? The biggest turn on for Ashley would be, man, that's a good question. Do you have, do you have an answer? Sure. Okay. Um, Trying to think I if mean, it would be a, an emotional part of our relationship or physical. I guess physically, her biggest turn on, I would say, ironically, arms as well. Nope.
3: I was actually going to say your face.
0: Hey, all right. I'll take it. My, fa- just yeah, my just face, just my face in general. At that's that's satisfying. Yeah. Oh, great. You love pointiness. I know. Very pointy. So uh,
1: are you turned on right now by just looking at his face?
3: Well, that's the problem. You know, it's just like it's almost like it's, I'm always seeing it. So it's like I'm always in neutral territory now.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's just cruising 25 miles per hour down the road.
1: All right, that's kind of why jared and that's kind of why jared Mizer is, is nice because it's like how you don't see ashley in lingerie all the time you know so know. it's like whenever you do you get a nice little treat and then same with kaylin i i still haven't seen her wear the boots but i can picture it being very erotic
0: yeah why were the boots in the trash
1: No, they weren't. It's just we we didn't have a trash can in the house yet. And it was a big box. And so I thought it was like a makeshift temporary trash can. And so I'm like chucking old banana peels and stuff into it. And then Kaylin comes home like a week later and she goes, why are there so much trash in my brand new boots box? And I was like, oh, I didn't know that there was even boots in there.
0: Whoopsies. All right. Last question before we move on. Uh, Dean, if Kaylin could fix one, quote, flaw of yours. What uh-huh. would it be?
1: What would her fix of my
0: one flaw be? Like if she was, uh, well, if, maybe she, if a genie, if you rubbed a lamp and a genie popped out and was like, I will grant you one wish, but the wish has to be, you can change one thing about Dean. And you have to change one thing. What do you think Kalen would change about you?
1: It's hard because I don't have any flaws, really. Obviously, obviously. I can't think of any, and she thinks the same thing without a doubt. She also thinks that I'm flawless.
2: You know the answer.
1: i know the answer uh she doesn't love how whenever we have a little tiff or something my way of dealing with it is just going quiet and i think that would probably be what she will want to fix
2: that wasn't my original answer but yeah that's that's true um my original answer was his lateness and lack of sense of urgency oh but i like that better
1: yeah lack of urgency i mean I, that's my favorite characteristic within myself. Is I,
0: <laughs> Kaylin, as someone who uh, kind of works with your boyfriend, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, that is funny. What do you think I would say um, that would change about you?
3: Well, I would say that...
0: Besides nothing, of course, because you're perfect. Very
3: similar to what Kaylin said um, when Jared and I do get mad at each other on occasion. He used to go quiet and not tell me what was going on, but he's been so much better at that. Another thing that he does when he gets angry, but not at me, like, this is about, like, an external factor. He'll, like, scream. <laughs> and it's, like, the most unattractive thing ever. And, like, he thinks he's sexy when he no, does it. No,
0: I don't think I'm sexy when I do it, but it's just an... It's, you like can understand a this temper tantrum. It's just like 1 second of like I just got to get it off my chest, you know? And yeah. it's not, you know, it's just a it's a moment. So
3: probably that. But like it happens like less frequently than it used to. Not yeah. that like it's ever been like a common thing. No,
0: but it used to happen probably once every few months and now it maybe happens like twice a year. I was going to say
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Kalen, what do you think the one thing Dean would change about you?
4: Ooh,
2: either the what? Like if I if he says something and I say what or I ask a lot of questions sometimes and he gets aggravated.
1: It's not that it's not the question asking that aggravates me. She's asking questions that she very well knows I don't know the answer to. And it's like it's like things that she's a she's a very like meticulous planner, and I am just go by the seat of my pants kind of guy. And so there's questions that she asks because she's like trying to develop a plan. But the plan in my head is that there is no plan and the plan unfolds as we're making it happen. So that's like like it just is like just go with the flow, you know.
0: No, I appreciate it. That's that. So that would be one thing. Yeah, you answered that incorrectly. That yeah, was one thing you changed about me. Yeah, I don't know. So what you I would have to choose yourself. one. So what do you think I would change about you before we go in a break?
3: I don't know. It's like kind of something. <laughs> Obviously, similar. nothing. Once again, flawless. Kind of something similar, probably. We're so great, Jared. Probably that, like when you're in a mood, like I should just let you be, like in a mood, and like stop bugging you about like getting out of it
0: yeah i would agree sometimes when i'm in i just need like space you smother which i understand that's who you are but sometimes i just need to be alone and there's nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. which is why sometimes i take lois out and i'm like i'm just gonna go for a walk for four hours i'll be back uh (laughs) all right we're gonna take a quick break we have emails coming up hopefully kaylin doesn't mind sticking around ashley that was very fun i'm gonna have you stick around for emails too yeah yeah we're just gonna use and abuse you uh and then we want to get into the bathing debate as well so we're gonna be right back
2: Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine.
1: True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their
0: tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard.
2: The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now.
1: Well, Kaelin... I have the perfect place we can travel to next in Puerto Rico. There are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable.
0: I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches.
2: There's no passport required for us citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.
0: All right, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. We do have an email to get to. Uh, I do want to touch on the bathing debate, which was a big thing that came out with Ashley Kutcher and Mia Lacunez this week. But because Kaylin and Ashley had such a uh, response to this David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston story, Ashley, could you fill us in what is going on? Because I have no idea.
3: Well, there were like rumors that they were dating because apparently he was like going in and out of her house a little bit.
0: Does this guy make you guys happy because of Ross and Rachel, I'm assuming?
3: Uh, Yeah. It doesn't make you happy because of Ross and Rachel?
0: No. What do you
3: mean? Okay, first off, they confessed like two months ago when the reunion show came out on HBO Max that they both had crushes on each other but never ended up dating because they were always in a relationship with somebody else. So then, fast forward two months, how exciting that he's, like, going in and out of her house and, like, thinking that, oh, they're both single. This is the time. And now, apparently, there's no truth to the rumor. But that's what Schwimmer's rep is saying. So, like, they could... And they're just yeah, trying of to be on the DL. Of for a course, bit. a
0: representative is not going to actually admit if they are dating and trying to keep it low key.
3: Yeah.
1: I asked mm-hmm. Kaylin what she thought about it before this podcast, and she was not happy about it.
3: You mean about them not dating, right?
1: No, she was not happy about the potential for them to be. Because I saw like a Barstool post that was like confirming they were dating, not that they weren't. And I was like, oh, it looks like uh, Schwimmer and Aniston are dating. And she's like, oh, really? And I was like, why? I feel like you'd be excited about that. And she goes, no. Jen can do so much better than David Schwimmer, <laughs> And I, I was like, what are you talking about? It's Ross and Rachel. And she's like, no, he's too goofy for her. Uh, Jennifer is perfect, blah, blah, blah. And I guess I get that. But it's also like their on-screen romance is, you know.
2: Well, yes, but I am holding out hope for Jennifer and Brad Pitt still. Yeah, I mean, like, that would be the rekindling we'd
3: all really want to see.
0: Yeah, we want to see Brad but, and Jennifer together. Of
3: course, but at the same time, if, like, we can't get that, I think it's kind of fun that he's goofy and, like, seemingly below her because, like, don't you always love that? That's why Jared and I love Ben Affleck and J-Lo, which we don't. We think so highly of Ben. But, like, he's just, like, your average everyday guy who does not shower every day if we're going to get into the bathing debate. He, like, just wants his Duncan in the morning. And love he's it. fine. Yeah. J-Lo, total glam squad. And it's just like, we are obsessed with her dichotomy. And I think I'd be obsessed with this dichotomy. Yeah, she's a
0: powerhouse, which is why it's so good with her and Ben Affleck. But like, with David Schwimmer and Jennifer Anderson, I agree with Kalen. It's she's like, power's not there. it's just like, I want Jennifer Anderson and Brad Pitt together. I like to no. care less. Like, honestly, even as much as I love Corey and Topanga, like, it'd be cool for Ben Savage and Danielle Fishel if like, you know, Obviously, they're like before they were married, they got together. But like, I don't know. Like, for example, the reason we loved Leo and Kate Winslet together because
3: they were never ever together and we wanted them to be together. But
0: also, it wasn't just the Titanic. It was the fact that they were such good friends in real life. And you're like, you guys were in love on screen. You're best friends in real life. Like this should be happening. Like with this, it's like kind of random. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't really care. I'd rather have her be with Brad Pitt. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I think Jen and Brad, didn't Brad like start dating Angelina Jolie again or something like that? Or is that fully, that door's closed?
3: That is a closed door.
0: Is Angelina mm. was still, they're not Billy Bob Thorne. Is that, am I like 13 years late on that thing? Wait, what are you Wasn't Angelina about? Jolie like yeah. married to Billy Bob Thorne?
3: Yeah, but.
0: That's been long over.
3: What, do you want them to get back together?
0: No, I, fr- I couldn't remember if they were still together.
3: Jared, are you forgetting Brad and Angelina? Was that
0: after Billy Bob Thorne? Yes. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> Just
3: seven kids later
0: oh yeah that's right in
1: marriage. <laughs> what if like Chandler and Monica got together in present day
3: that would be fun I was actually pre- I'm still actually like kind of sad that Courtney Cox and David Arquette aren't together because they seem like oh, great that friends. Was,
0: that's the one right there <laughs> Courtney Cox and David Arquette like that's oh I wish they were still together obviously as a huge Scream fan Dewey and Gale you know like wait oh. David Arquette didn't play Chandler did he that's no. that guy no. No. no David Arquette played Dewey in Scream but like so David Arquette and Courtney Cox got married. They first met on the scream set. And that's mm-hmm. when they developed a relationship and that's why I want them together anyway. But
3: I think, Dean, the reason that Chandler and, and and Monica, we don't care if they're together in real life, is because they didn't have such an on again, off again, like, are they gonna be together? Or are they not gonna be a together relationship?
1: Right, right. <laughs> we already saw we already saw their happy romance play out yes. and we don't need to see it again. Yeah. But-
0: all I right, well, so. moving on to another celebrity couple. Quickly before our last email, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis have a confession about bathing. So uh, they made headlines for revealing uh, that they don't really uh, wash their kids with soap every day. So apparently Mila said on the Dax uh, Shepherd's uh, podcast, I don't wash my body with soap every day, the actress shared on July 19th episode, but I wash pits and tits and holes and soles. When I had children, I also didn't wash them every day. I wasn't the parent that bathed my newborns ever. Wow, she never bathed her newborns. Oh, okay. Okay, Okay. And then, but so Ashton said he swears by a bar of Lever 2000 for himself. I use soap bars as well. Cool. We're like one in the same. But when it comes to newborns, his philosophy is, quote, if you can see the dirt on them, clean it. Otherwise, there's no point. Jake Gyllenhaal also chimed in. He said, more and more, I find bathing to be less necessary at times. These
3: people are all on Team Dean.
0: He said, I do also think that there's a whole world of not bathing that is also really helpful for skin maintenance and we naturally clean ourselves. Dwayne The Rock Johnson also says, (laughs) no, I'm the opposite of a not washing themselves celeb. He says, shower when I roll out of bed to to get a cold shower to get my day rolling, a warm shower after my workout, Uh, A hot shower after I get home from work, and then he washes his face, body, exfoliates in the shower, and he sings in the shower as well. So So Dwayne The Rock Johnson showers four times a day. Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't shower at all, and it looks like Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis kind of shower every once in a while.
3: Okay, there's nothing weird here with what Ashton and Mila said.
0: I just smelled my armpit. It stinks right now. I didn't shower yesterday. I shower. I
1: shower. I'm a twice-weekly shower. Is that true, Kalen?
2: If if we're at the house, yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, if I'm in the van, I'm a twice monthly shower. Uh but what I I will say, if I could get these words out cuz I have been struggling today. I'm so sorry. Um when I shower, I always use soap. And actually I know that might come as a surprise to you cuz I remember the very first podcast I ever did was your almost famous podcast and I said I was strictly team no soap. Yeah. Um but now I am. I use soap on my hair and soap on my body what changed and on my holes. All my tits, all my cracks, all my soles. Um, I don't know. Actually, that's a really good question. I. Uh, uh, it's not that I. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an exact answer, and I don't. You want got a to girlfriend? and You're say, like, well,
0: I have to smell better.
1: Yeah. I don't want. To, well, I can shower. I could shower every single day, and I would still smell bad. What I need to do to smell better is just wear more deodorant, which I don't. I don't like deodorant. I put deodorant on maybe like twice a week as well. Um, like maybe like right. The day before my next shower, I'll wear deodorant because like that's when this smell is getting a little mismanaged. Um, but yeah, it could be the girlfriend thing.
0: I'm not gonna lie, Dean. When we were at Ben's bachelor party, you yeah. stunk.
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah, but we're drinking booze in the hot Mexico sun all day long, golfing our butts off. Come on, I had that's a fair point. We all there. smelled
0: at that point. Caitlin, does Dean smell like what? What is his natural not smell you like? Used to it,
2: it's just his armpits. Like I know when he hasn't showered. especially if i'm like sleeping right there you know
1: but that's but that's also too like i'll raise my arm i'll be like oh i smell really bad and she'll be like yeah you smell bad all right good night good night so it's like we i'm well aware i'm not like nose deaf to my own stench i'm i know it exists and it's only sometimes i would say maybe once a week i'm the smelly guy
2: a couple times a week
1: once a week maybe twice
2: a couple times especially you're golfing as much as you are
1: which of you guys stinks more I do. Oh, she smells up the joint.
2: (laughs) But like
3: I have smelled so bad since one being pregnant, I smelled really bad. It's a pregnancy thing. And then um, when I got off the pill in September, I also started smelling bad. Like I never had natural BO, but like something happened with my hormones. So then I really needed to wear deodorant every day. Can I tell
0: them about... Uh,
3: sweating the bed every night
0: and what it smelled like remember oh
3: my god i thought
0: so one morning i woke up i legitimately thought (laughs) ashley pissed the bed because (laughs) it smelled so bad like pee and i wasn't gonna say anything i thought maybe like hey i don't know what's going on with a woman's body when she's pregnant like whatever right come to find out that was her bo
3: yeah that was my bo and i told them like we were at the doctor's appointment like day later i go just letting you know i'm like sweating the bed and it smells like urine and jared was like oh my god thank god you said that i was like <laughs> i was gonna say
0: anything but holy crap i really thought you, i thought lois may be pissed in the room like i didn't know what was going on
3: oh my gosh yeah no i i shower wise uh i have always been in every other day shower except for when i got pregnant now i shower probably like five or six times a week just because it is such a
0: time. yeah i mean i shower about five six maybe i'll go once a week where like one day if i'm not sweating profusely i won't shower kaylin are you a shower a day person
2: i'm a every other usually okay,
1: okay but when you guys shower if you're showering five or six times a week are you using soap every single time yeah, yeah.
3: that's i don't understand when mila says that she does her tits her pits her holes all that stuff it's like basically souls you're, you're doing your whole body girl like where your tummy or your arms and your legs that's where you're skipping come on just like Mother it. Whatever.
1: That's weirdly specific, and that is basically her entire body.
3: Those are the important. Those are the parts that you really I mean, Those are the hit. stinkiest
1: parts, yeah. right?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, it's funny because there's a Kristen Bell sec, uh, comment in there, too, that says something along the lines of, she she doesn't shower all that frequently or something, or you soap all that frequently, and I told Kaylin that because I was reading it right before the episode, and she goes, I don't trust Kristen Bell, but I do no. trust Mila, Mila Kunis.
2: I like Kristen Bell, but we started listening to the Armchair podcast. And I, it made me like not a big Dax Shepherd fan.
1: Hmm. Huh. interesting. He's kind of a jerk. Not like a jerk, but he's like very brash and like.
2: Yeah, there's something that like rubbed me the wrong way.
0: Interesting. interesting. Yeah, I've always, yeah. I haven't listened to his podcast, but I've always liked Dax, so that's interesting. Now I'm gonna start. So listening. did
4: I? Yeah. So
1: do we? He, he's just kind of like he kind of he's kind of broy on it, and it's not like it's a bad thing. I think he's like, at least the first couple episodes, we felt like he was like trying too hard to be the cool guy, but mm-hmm. which is weird because you think like he's a cool guy, you know?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Um, All right, well, this is an interesting topic that I want to actually talk more about in the future, because I think bathing, you know, it's a very important part of life. But we do have one email before we get going. So Ciara writes in, she says, one of my best friends has been dating her boyfriend for close to a year and a half, and we live together with a few other friends A a few months ago. This is going well already. A few months ago, me and my other roommates started realizing how badly she treats her boyfriend. She projects a lot of insecurities onto him, fat shames him. Has been very controlling, especially during the pandemic, and uses COVID as an excuse to isolate him from his friends and family, and they also argue in front of us a lot. He expresses his issues about their relationship with us sometimes when she's not around. It's very uncomfortable because obviously she's our friend first, but she really isn't the best version of herself right now, and we think they need to break up. How do we tell our friend that she is essentially the issue in her relationship? Or do we continue to live in awkwardness and let the relationship pan out like it's supposed to?
1: Interesting.
0: Well, You tell the friend.
3: Yeah, you tell
0: the 100%. friend. 100%. The thing that stuck out most to me there was the fat shaming.
1: Because I know all too well about fat shaming. Because I fat shame myself all the time. But so, I agree. so does <laughs> Jared.
3: Wait, Kalen. Does Dean have a way huh. worse body image than you? Because like I'm fine with myself. And I've. I'm proud that I've always have been. Jared talks about how fat and how not muscular he is every day, and I'm yes. like, "You have body
2: dysmorphia." Yes, I I completely agree. I'm like, you talk about your body more than I do.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's funny actually. There was a there was a bachelorette interview I did like in the sh- on the show like an ITM. It was with Todd, who is one of our friendly producer friends. And I was like in the best shape of my life, more or less, when I was on The Bachelorette. And I was like talking about how like, out of shape I was. And he goes, dude, you legitimately have body dysmorphia. And I was in like the best shape of my life. And now I'm, I'm, I'm so out of shape and so much worse off. And it just is so, so bad. So I guess my point with all of that was I empathize with the, with the body shaming, even though it's not her that's body shaming me. It's myself. I think you have to tell the friends. <laughs>
3: this sounds like a horribly unhealthy relationship and nobody's getting anything good out of it and wow like i don't know how you can live with so many people
0: and especially when you see your friend not being the best version of themselves like i feel like you need to step in and you don't have to be a jerk about it but just say hey listen you're obviously not happy in this relationship maybe it's time you guys go your separate ways something like that you gotta at least talk about it with her and be like listen You can't say some of the things that you say. And the reason we're saying this to you because we love you as a friend and we care about you. and We want to see you happy. And right now you're not happy. Yeah, but
1: that's hard because like we have friends who are in relationships that are like unhealthy and like not productive for either party. And we make sure that it's known to that person and that person is still like, yeah, I know. But like they always find like an excuse to stick around, you know, so it's like maybe there needs to be something, a further step taken.
2: Yeah, like we're definitely adamant about those people like we tell yeah both parties like when they're in the wrong they're in the wrong but like are empathetic to the other side as well or their side i think that when it's happening like if they see the fat shaming they need to like call that out or whatever's going on like call it out in the moment like be polite but like hey that's rude yeah and like so she's aware of it yeah
0: yeah couldn't agree with more call call them out on it and uh yeah definitely talk to your friend because you know nobody wants to see your friend unhappy right dean
1: uh, I hate seeing my friends unhappy unless I'm playing golf with them and they're unhappy because I'm kicking their butts so bad. Then I love it.
0: Obviously, that's a good one. Uh, well, I think that's going to do it for Help I Suck at Dating this week. Kaylin, Ashley, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I'm not uh, blowing smoke up your ass when I say you truly have made this podcast better. Uh, thank you. Wow, that was, that was like the fakest. You were like <laughs> all you. podcasts. You were raw and real. And then like, hey, thanks for coming on, Ashley. Thank you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was a Khloe Kardashian thank you. Thank you.
0: It's like when thank I call you. my sister and I get her voicemail and it's like so professional because I'm so used to my sister like swearing and talking and then I get, it's like, hi, you've reached oh my the gosh, voice message so up. It's like so she quiet. raises her voice. It's like it's like I can see her like, you know, sitting upright and like about to like get her answering machine. Like, hi, thank you so much for <laughs> reaching. I'm like, oh, God, this is so fake. <laughs> that was, okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye.
1: Much better. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, Ash. Thanks for joining us. You really did improve this podcast. Um, Yeah, thank you to everyone, uh, even our guests, for canceling on it on us because without that, we wouldn't have had the great opportunity to have our lovely partners with us. Uh, Thanks to Jared for joining us. Thanks to me for parking the van in a place with Wi-Fi. And that's about all we got for you this week. So uh, what can they do next week,
0: Jared? Uh, You guys can tune in next week where hopefully we all... Suck a little less. Follow Help by Suck it Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock.
2: On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City,
0: Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too.
2: Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions.
1: Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name.